So welcome to this week's edition of the Retech Podcast. I'm thrilled to be joined by Hiran Ravat, Head of IoT Business Development Partnerships at CSL Group. Now, Hiran has spent more than 20 years, hard to believe, with that youthful face in telecoms and has worked across frontline retail, operations, commercial, B2C, B2B and partnerships. Now, rumour has it, a passion for digital transformation uh, and some real interesting uh, real life benefits beyond commercial to the work that he's done. Um, a real uh, kind of can-do attitude to change the world we live in, perhaps. Um, he's worked with some incredible brands in global tech, retail and IT, including Apple, Amazon, Microsoft, Argos, Tesco and Asda, to name but a few that I could find on his LinkedIn profile and beyond. So, Hiran, welcome. Hi, Paul. Um, How are you? Now, um, before we get going, um, I know what CSL do. Hopefully you do by now, because I know you've been there a little over a year. But go on, give us a, uh, an overview. What is the business and what do you guys do as a whole? Yeah, so, <laughs> hi everyone. So I guess CSL, we, we basically um, are a specialist in critical communications. Um, our core business model is that we supply connectivity to the fire, security and telecare industries. And we've sort of broadened out beyond that as well. But I, I, I guess to really stress the point in terms of the differentiation between what we do and what everybody else does in this space is that we only supply connectivity for a critical life use case, right? So it's, which is why we class ourselves as a critical comms provider. So we provide a managed, secure, resilient connectivity option. And I, I guess to put that in layman terms, if you, wanted to use connectivity from a network supplier, of course they can give you um, connectivity, but the resilient element of that is that we will work with two independent networks within our model, whether it's you know a device hardware or the SIM card that we provide. And it's that resilience that if a, a core network has an outage, we then have a secondary option to ensure continu uh, continuity of the connection. Mm. And I guess to, you know, to put that into a real life scenario in, with our core market that we work in. So in commercial premises, you have uh, fire alarms. When you press that fire alarm button, that needs to send a signal back to an alarm receiving center. And that's why this is a critical use case, right? And say, for example, you were with one network provider and either you haven't got coverage or the network had an issue, there needs to be another option to send that signal back. And we've got you know, real lives at risk uh, on the other side of that. So we are the company that then manages that and provides a secure, resilient connection path back to these alarm receiving centers, which is why we're, why we're different in comparison to you know, all the other traditional resellers in the market. Fascinating, and I'm guessing then during the uh, uh, sort of recent uh, uh, pandemic that's been going on, you guys have been flat out all the way through, I guess, with, uh, with that critical uh, aspect that you provide. Yeah, uh, so I think that that's what the biggest market shift has been, right? So where before we had those core markets that we focused in and, you know, in that world, we're really well known. We pretty much own most of that market, but it's that classification of what's critical that has changed massively, right? So the pandemic has really driven that. So in the retail sector, um, we started supporting lots of retail outlets and providing the that resilient critical service that we um, offer. And other use cases have grown out of that, you know, even simple things is working from home now it has become a critical use case because if you don't have connectivity or there's an outage for half an hour then what do you do when you're working from home these days so that's the part that I'm really focused on is broadening it out that uh, that critical use case nature and using our infrastructure that we already supply to the the real critical world into the broader IoT market 
that's cool. And and uh, you know, I was looking at your uh, background prior to CSL. So you know, some great organisations. You've been in the telecom space. I think O2, Vodafone, in your background. I'm fascinated to know how you got into that industry. But just one one question prior to that. So there you are, short trousers, staring out of the of the, of the window at school. Did you dream of a of a telecoms industry future, or what 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 was the dream? And then how did it go from you know, way, way back at school, what you wanted to do to get into in, into telecoms and then fast forward to, to CSL? So, yeah, so it definitely wasn't planned. So um, I grew up in Leicester and, and actually my, my background working in Leicester as, as a young boy was all in the industrial sector. I mean, you know, the, the Leicester wasn't a, a, a massive place for retail jobs for students. And obviously we had two big unis plus all of the colleges. So my, my working background was in... Um, plastic molding companies uh, before eventually going into walkers Chris which lots okay. of people do in Leicester so I was there uh, doing crisp packing for a long time and then um, I, I so after I finished college my, my number one goal was that I wanted to move to London I had family in London I used to come to London a lot and I loved it um, and my avenue to do that was to go to university so I went to university in Greenwich and it, I guess the whole um, technology focus, I sort of stumbled on it. So I did a placement year with Vodafone uh, whilst I was at university and I loved it. And I, it was a, an amazing year that I had with lots of great experiences. And from that placement year, they offered me a role to continue whilst I was at university. Um, and then I've, I literally was ingrained in that market. I loved being in telecoms. And I guess, you know, in, in terms of a time scale period, this is before the invention of smartphones, right? So I was there in the real early days. I think even before we were on that cusp of even using SIM cards, it was all the old analog service. Um, but I just loved the industry. It was, you know, really innovative. I loved the fast moving change in there. Um, and I, I, you know, the more I did, the more I experienced, I then branched out into different areas. So, you know, working in the consumer segments, then in the B2B segment um, and, you know, meeting different people, different businesses. It just rapidly gave me, a, you know, a real life induction into the working world, which I loved. And so you were there and you went through, was it Vodafone, then O2? So what specifically was it that drew you to CSL? You know, how did that transition come about? Yeah, so I, in, I was in Vodafone for 18 years, and it was a, an amazing 18 years. Like they, they, they really supported me in my career and the growth that I went through. But I, I think, you know, towards the end of my time in Vodafone, I, I always felt that there was lots of people coming into the business that had loads of experiences from other companies, which I didn't have, right? All I knew was Vodafone. Mm -hmm. And you can't really compare the, the crisp factory days, I mean, yeah. you know, to, to other people coming into the industry. So... I wanted to venture out and my plan actually then was to go to a smaller business. So CSL were a partner of Vodafone's back in those days as well. So I, I, I knew of CSL and other partners, but some discussion started with O2 and um, I, I then was sort of enticed into going to O2 to, just to compare against you know, what Vodafone did. So I did two and a half years there, but CSL were also an O2 um, partner. Okay. So I knew of CSL and then I think towards the end of my time in O2, I, I was starting to work with CSL more and more. And I really liked what CSL did. This I found it really niche in terms of what the, the business was doing. And considering my background was all um, connectivity and working in telecoms, and this is sort of the next complementary step. Okay. But they'd found a way to be really different because I'd worked with all the partners pretty much in the industry at that, at that point. 
and everybody else that I'd spoken to and I spent time with, they sort of did different versions of the same thing. But CSL's message was really clear, really distinct and really unique, which is what attracted me to come over here. And, and what specifically uh, are you there to do? You know, is it cross sector? Is there a big, big lump into, you know, retail expansion? What, what, have, what have CSL got you doing? So the reason I'm over here is because, like I said, you know, our heritage and our strength lies in the fire security and telecare industry. We've got an infrastructure that we have, you know, the, the core of it being it's ultra secure because it has to be for the industries we operate in. It's resilient and it's for critical use cases. But in that world and the, the sectors we focus on, it makes sense. I guess where I'm from in the telco space and, you know, we work across other sectors where people don't realize that it's a critical use case at the moment. So, you know, let's use retail as an example. I've worked with you know, all of the big retailers in, in pretty much in the country and some of the ones across the other countries of the world. But even when I was working with those companies, we never looked at connectivity being that critical. We just viewed it as an enabler of a solution that we were utilizing. And I want to now take the infrastructure and the capabilities we've got at CSL to go back to that world and educate them on the fact that actually you, you need to look at the security element of it. It needs to be um, resilient and it, and it needs to be viewed as a critical use case, right? I mean, I think we've probably seen in the last uh, you know, two to three years, cyber attacks are increasing. I, I think every company experiences at least you know, one a year um, is some of the stats that I've seen from some of the analysts. But the, the gateway into that is the connectivity, yet, people will, uh, aren't looking at the, uh, how reliable the connectivity is, how secure it is, what's sitting behind that. And that's where we as CSL can help. And that's what I want to go out to the market and explore more of. Yeah, and I guess as businesses, I mean, it's always been a critical part of a business, but it's gone, you know, it's it's just beyond critical now. It's just yeah, any, uh, any flaw in that connectivity is now just catastrophic, isn't it? So I guess, you know, people are, going back to the beginning not taking that for granted anymore and uh, i'm guessing you know super busy at csl on on the back of the services you provide yeah yeah i mean definitely so i think organically because of some of the great relationships we've got in the fire and security world it's opened us up to some opportunities that sit out of that world so we do work uh, with the retail so as an example you know we supply connectivity to all of the post offices in the uk um, and you know, that's a massive critical use case. And it's having that sort of case study that we, that we can then expand upon to go out to different areas. But you know, our approach is you know, we, we want to look at anything and everything and see how we can add value to it from a critical perspective. The top people from the top organizations with the latest thinking about the best strategies to use in the greatest industry on earth retail the retail conference from the retail bulletin exclusively at retech europe 8th and 9th of november search the retail conference for more details you're at that point where it's critical for the post office but they directly impact on people's lives and livelihoods and, and you know you just cannot afford you know with any downtime in that particular sector it just has to be there and it has to work yeah and uh, you know like even recently i think um this in december we saw a couple of news articles where 
some big brand businesses had issues around the, their infrastructure having a, a cyber attack and their connectivity was compromised to their retail outlets. So as an example, there was the, the spa um, supermarket yeah. chain. They had a, an incident at, their, at 200 of their stores, which resulted in them having to close the stores to take payment. But mm. that's where, you know, a company like us with our focus, we can help, right? Because we can provide that resilience to make sure yeah. there's continuity. From my days in retail, I can remember having the uh, very difficult situation of having to escort customers out of the store uh, when, when you know, EPOS systems and credit card payment went out um, and we couldn't even take cash because the whole thing failed. So that yeah. was never, you know, it happened a couple of times in my retail experience. So that was never a, a, a good way to showcase your brand when yeah. people have got full shopping trolleys, often with frozen and chilled food in there and you're having to say no you've got to leave that so yeah, yeah. i think you know it, it's it's yeah it, it's it's something that now has to be addressed now look you guys um are going to be joining us at retech europe 8th and 9th of november at the nec which is amazing now i know um that is the end of the year and there's a a lot goes on but what can people expect um uh, obviously your smiling face on the stand greeting people there um I know before we came on air, I was disappointed to learn that it might be a Liverpool shirt underneath that uh, that collar and tie, not uh, not not a Leicester City one. Shame it's not still got Walker's Crisps as the sponsor. There might be a reason. But but on a serious note, you know what uh, what what can people expect? What's the opening conversation when we come and talk to talk to you there? So so I think it's uh, the the key message that we want to go out with is what we do why we're, we're different from people that they've probably already used and worked with in the past, because we are unique in this sector. Um, we, we've, interestingly, actually, we've, we've started having discussions even with the government. So we work in uh, critical infrastructure already. So we supply our services to the utilities companies, some of the utilities companies. So we know that what we've got is unique and there's a need for it in the market. But we need to now try and go out to a broader market and educate people on what we do, what we're about, and what makes us unique and the services that we provide. So on our stand, we'll, you know, we'll be having lots of discussions like this to you know, put into context how we can help in certain sectors and what we do that makes us so different. And hopefully that then opens up new discussions that we've not entered into before. Yeah, I'm guessing you're sort of the, uh, the, the kings and queens of the, uh, of, the, of the aha moment when people kind of start nodding, going, okay, perhaps that's something we, we should be looking at. Yeah, exactly. And I think, look, it is, it, it is difficult, right? Because normally if you're going to go to a, a connectivity use case, you're going to go to the network companies, right? Because obviously they are the, the, the core people that supply it. But I think the, the key missing link that people don't understand is that the networks can't work together to provide that resilience, right? They're competitors. They're, they're never going to work together. Whereas we're agnostic. We, we sit out of that model. We can work with any network provider. The key thing is, how we bring that together in a solution that makes it real simple. And, you know, from CSL's perspective, we manage and monitor everything on behalf of the customers. So we're, we're taking all that complexity out of the market for them. We just, you know, deliver them the solution. They just plug and play and it's all handled by us. And you know what, that is a uh, terrific explanation in a nutshell of what you do. So congratulations on that. That it's, <laughs> you know what, you have no idea how many times, you know, I or others, you, you talk to somebody and, um, People can't actually explain in the in the proverbial elevator pitch what their business does. So uh, hats off to you there. So big. <laughs> um, I know you guys are fast moving. I actually happen to know you're sat in your 
new shiny offices as well as the business goes from strength to strength. But any insight into what's on the horizon, what the future holds for, for you and CSL, just, uh, just to finish us off today? Yeah, so I, I guess, you know, like, like you mentioned, we've moved into um, new offices in Watford, which we moved into in March last year. Nice, shiny offices in a nice, busy industrial park. Um, but the, yeah, the plan for us is that we want to grow, um, specifically grow outside of our core markets. You know, fundamentally, we're a, an IoT company. IoT, all the numbers around the market are huge and massive. We know we've got something unique and distinct. We want to go out there and take our fair share of the market, but uh, you know, not just even here in the UK. We have um, local entities in other countries. So we operate in the Nordics, in the Benelux, and in Iberia. So it's to use the the, the use cases that we're winning here in the UK and take them to the other countries as well as broadening out what we do. But that is the, the, the key focus for us as CSL. Yeah, super. And some nice parts of the world there that you've got significant footprints in as well. So uh, definitely. Hiran, yeah. uh, 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 absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for uh, for taking the time to join uh, me this week. Thank you for explaining what you do. Uh, I enjoy the little background uh, uh, from yourself as well. Uh, and if we don't see you before, I will certainly see you at the NEC on the 8th and 9th of November. But for now, thank you very much indeed. Excellent. Thanks, Paul. Thanks for your time.